All right, this is Book the Second, a review of Book the Second. Kia Roscuro is the name, if you're wondering. We, we did look it up. We were kind of pronouncing it differently, but it is Kia Roscuro. I've, I've been saying Chia Roscuro. Chia, yeah, like, like a, the like Chia, a Chia pet. pet yeah. But it's Kia, like the car. Yeah, yes, correct. that's what Google said. Yes, yes. So we meet um, Roscuro. We need to do introductions. Oh, that's okay. And this is actually our, <laughs> we're not going to cut. This is our second take listener because we did the whole entire thing and mr knips forgot to hit record and so we it was actually really good it was really it'd be like you guys doing more 10 minutes of morning meeting maybe and then just restarting it but you have to have the same energy so give us a break we're gonna we're gonna try and have good energy for you guys but here we go yeah again i'm I'm mr knips i'm mr muth hey i'm mr rotor all right take two take two all right, so we meet Roscuro. He's a rat. He was born in the dungeon a few years before Despero. Despero, again, is in the castle. Same castle, but he's upstairs a few years later. And then one day, Roscuro tries to chew through Gregory the Jailer's rope. Gregory, again, downstairs. He's in, in charge of all the prisoners. He has a rope because it's really dark and there's a maze. Um, but then one of the rats, Roscuro, tries to chew through the rope. I don't think Gregory took too kindly to that, did he? No, he grabbed Roscuro. Mm-hmm. And lit a match and burnt off some of his whiskers. And once that la- match was lit, Roscoe was infatuated with the light. Oh, good word choice. And, oh, thank you. And just yeah. became obsessed with everything about light. And he thought that the light gave him meaning in life. Yeah, but most of the other rats down there, including a new rat character, a Botticelli. Oh. So you say, but, I say, Botticelli. Botticelli? I, I've been saying, Botticelli! <laughs> However you pronounce it. Botticelli! 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 He thinks the meaning of life is suffering. And, you know, obviously, Mr. Roder, that's not the meaning of life. No correct? way. I mean, especially when we walk in the doors of Freedom Elementary, and we've been nicknamed the fun school. Mm. We have all the windows open, light coming in. We love what we do here. And none of us think the meaning of life is suffering. We think the meaning of life is finding joy and, you know, finding good people to enjoy life with. Maybe find the light. Ooh, Ooh. there we go. There we go. Which just shows you the differences between mice and rats. Uh, Mr. Muth, what would you say? Uh, Well, the mice live upstairs. Yeah. They're weak. Mm. They're afraid. Yeah. Uh, And the rats live downstairs in the darkness, and they like to inflict suffering. But both the rats and the mice have something in common they both have a strict set of rules that they need to follow. Yeah, and the, the strictness was shown in, in book the first, right, with uh, Despero and how the mice treated him when he wasn't following the rules that they had made over so many years. He was quick to be thrown in the dungeon, even by his own father. Right? Perfidy. Yeah. Perfidy. Yeah. So we get to meet again a Botticelli. Botticelli! Yes, and he is swinging this locket, and it's referenced two or three times. I don't know if the reader is picking up on that. Uh, Mr. Muth, do you want to expand? What is he doing with this locket? Well, it, 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 the Kate DiCamillo does a really good job of reiterating that he, he's swinging it back and forth and back and forth. And what Botticelli is doing is he is hypnotizing Roscoe. Now, uh, I have been hypnotized uh, twice Ooh. now. And um, I was never not in control of what I wanted to do, but like it was a strong implication of what I could do. And when you come out of hypnosis, it feels like you were in a dream. Yeah, and like you're well rested, right? Yes, I've heard that before. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So, Roscuro, then he's in the dungeon, 
And he's talking to this prisoner. He's kind of been hypnotized a little bit. But Botticelli! 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 Yeah. And he wants to inflict suffering. So one thing he does, he starts talking to the new prisoner that comes down there. And the new prisoner feels really bad. He did something. Mr. Roder, do you remember what he did? Yeah, so he ended up trading his daughter for a red tablecloth. Well, he's in ja- he's in jail for stealing cows. Which is oh, a no-no. Oh, yes. Don't, okay. steal don't steal cows. What they yeah. don't know about is... Yeah, but he really feels bad about so, why. So, excuse me, I guess when they ha- when he has the conversation, Roscuro, we find out that why he's in the dungeon isn't really what he even cares the most about. The worst thing he has done is he traded his daughter for a red tablecloth, a hen, and a handful of cigarettes. Now, cigarettes, for my fifth graders... Officer John's coming in talking about tobacco. What a terrible habit to have. But also, kind of shows in this book what what this prisoner really cared about more than his daughter. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder if this prisoner will be a a larger part of the story as we go on. I wonder. Yep, and so, Botticelli. Botticelli. (coughs) Botticelli. Um, Recommended that he needs to inflict suffering on this prisoner, which, again, is something that we here at Freedom Elementary don't believe in. But what he was told to do is maybe take something from them. So he stole this red tablecloth. This red tablecloth, Mr. Muth, was important because... Because uh, when the prisoner came to the prison, it was thrown down the steps. And as it was falling, the light behind it caught the red tablecloth. And Roscoe thought, that's what I want. I want the red tablecloth because... Because he was infatuated with it, right? Right. But it was... In fact, with the light behind yes. it. Yeah. But by the, by the jelly! By the jelly! red. Yeah. So with that light, he, I think he kind of comes out of hypnosis a little bit, and he says, you know what? Suffering is not the answer. Light is the answer. Well, where is the light? Upstairs. Upstairs. Mr. Ruth, you want to add to that? Well, I was going to say, it's the parallels between book the first and book the second on how Despero had the red thread. And now Roscoe has the red scarf. Oh, I don't think I ever picked up on that. Interesting. Interesting. How all these stories kind of parallel each other. Yeah, I'm glad we have this podcast. Glad yeah. we have the head librarian. Of yeah. The building. That's, Booyah. Right. That's right. So he decides to go upstairs. There's a party. And when there's a party going on, you want to see what's going on, see if you can be part of said party. And so he's just a rat. He's not really tall. He needs a better view. So where does he go, Mr. Roder? So he finds the best seat in the house, and that is the chandelier hanging from the ceiling. As he's up there, he's getting a good glimpse of everything that's going on. The uh, author does a great job of explaining all the excitement that's in the room. And he is then seen by Princess P. And she says the word that he's never heard said from a human, (sighs) that he's a rat. rat. And man, he really, for the first time, heard how ugly of a word that was, and Simply, those three letters put together into one word made him lose his grip and fall into where? Into the queen's soup bowl. And the queen loves soup. Loved it. And she saw the rat, and she made a noise. And I I know specifically, it was a sound between the neigh of a horse (laughs) and a squeal of a pig. Something like this. And then she said... There's a rat in my soup. Yeah. And I think she went into shock. So she, much she was so. shocked to death. Shocked to death. She literally died. Right. Yes. And so it broke his heart to be looked at in such disgust. Because Princess P, the king, all the other people at this party looked at him like he was the one responsible for the death of the queen. So he decides, you know, he's not meant to be in the life 
Like, he needs to go somewhere else. So he's going to go back down in the dungeon. But he's going to take something with him. Well, and before he goes, he looks back. And he looks back and he sees just how upset and disgusted the princess is with him. And that breaks his heart. In one word, revenge. Mm. Revenge came to mind. I will have something beautiful, and I will have revenge. So he took the spoon for his little crown, and he's going to have revenge. That's what we call foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. Well, you think that this revenge is going to come out, play out in maybe book the third or book the fourth. And so then Roscuro goes back to the dungeon. But who else is in the dungeon? We had another character. Despero. Despero. I wonder if they're going to meet up. Interesting. Tune in next time for Book the Third. Book the Third is Gore, the Tale of Miggery Sal. Or Midgery. Or Midgery. Pronounce it how you like. Enjoy the story, (laughs) folks.